Today we talk about how does the recent Supreme Court ruling on Roe v. Wade affect fertility? I'm Dr. Mark Amos, and this is Taco About Fertility Tuesday. I want to make it clear that this is not a political podcast. This is not an against or for abortions. This is a podcast about knowledge and to help alleviate fears that people may have. Because with the recent decision by our Supreme Court, there has been a lot of misinformation out there. And that misinformation is causing people to be scared. And so this podcast is just to talk about those things and to help at least relieve you or let you know what you need to be concerned about. The first part we need to talk about is, what does it mean with Roe v. Wade being overturned? What it doesn't mean is it doesn't mean there's a national ban on abortions. It means that the decision to allow abortions has been moved to the states. And as you know, there are some states that are more pro-abortion and there are some states that are against abortions. And so depending on the state you live in, this may affect you with the ability to undergo abortion. And when we first think of that, it kind of seems like, well, why would anyone do infertility need an abortion? But there are reasons you may. For example, what if you end up having triplets? And triplets are very dangerous. So sometimes what people will do is they'll reduce the triplets down to twins to be able to see their babies. Whereas some people who don't reduce may never see their babies because at triplets, there's a high chance of preterm labor and that could lead to losing all the babies. So there's a situation where it's being done for the greater good, but potentially would be outlawed now. The other situation would be, what if the baby you have that you got through fertility had a major medical issue that cannot live with in life or potentially may make it to birth, but then you have to watch your baby pass away. And you may not be ready for that or may be not able to do that like some people can. And so you would rather terminate that pregnancy earlier. Well, with the recent ruling, if your state doesn't allow that, you would not be able to do that. Now, this doesn't mean you can't have an abortion. It just means that you couldn't have one in your state if it wasn't legal. You can always go to another state and be able to have that abortion and clearly That creates some issues for many people, but again, this is just for knowledge and just talking about what you can do in that situation. Now, for most patients doing fertility, the overturning of Roe v. Wade is not going to affect their fertility specifically because that's just looking at abortions. But the question comes up is, could that be brought down to the level of the embryo? And we call these personhood laws. Now, what's really important to understand about personhood laws is they were never meant to go after fertility. Sure, there may be people on the far, far uh, right of this that may want to go after embryos, but that was never the intention of personhood laws. Personhood laws were always after abortion. So then if they were never to go after embryos, meaning in IVF and fertility, then we shouldn't be worried. But unfortunately, that's not true because theoretically, 
it could be used to go after embryos in IVF. And so that now has people concerned about these laws that appear to be personhood laws. The reason I call this theoretical is because there hasn't actually been a case where people have used personhood laws to prevent embryos from being discarded. So we don't even know legally in the court of law if it even can be used for that. And it's important to always understand that just because there's a law doesn't mean it's also going to be used against the general public. For example, there are sodomy laws in many states that were on the book, but no one was arresting people for doing private things in their home. So from the standpoint of if it's even legal or if it's even going to happen, there's a lot of steps that have to happen before anyone is going to get in trouble for discarding embryo due to a personhood law. First, you would have to have someone who reports it. Second, you would then have to have the government, being the state, local government, go after someone. Third, they would have to actually win the case. And then at that point, it would have broad implications for everyone else. Now, although I hope that doesn't ever happen, the point is there's still a long ways to go before this actually becomes law and someone has to do something about it. So I would say at this point, I wouldn't get too worried, but I think it's important to be on our radar just in case something happens, because I don't think many of us thought we'd be at this point right now. Now, the good news is, is that this is not a federal law. You can do abortions in certain states and other states you may not be able to. But what's good about this is that means if your state, such as Arizona in our state, ends up having a law, a personhood, and that is actually enacted and being enforced, the solution is actually very easy for the embryos. At that point, what we would do is we would have the embryos stored in a state where there isn't a problem, such as Nevada. And likely, that's what many clinics will do. Instead of keeping their embryos stored at their place, they'll store them at an off-site location where there are no issues. The other situation that can come up is that if you had embryos that you wanted to discard or do something with, then what you could do is you could transfer them to the other state to then be discarded. At this time, this is all just hypothetical, and no one has done this because there has been no one who has been targeted for doing things like biopsy on embryos or discarding embryos. But it's good to know that if it does come up and it becomes an issue, there are very simple workarounds to get around it. I agree it would be annoying, but the good news is there are workarounds and you don't have to be worried about having embryos that you're going to have to put back in you. That is not going to happen because there are multiple ways to overcome that. In the end, as I said, this is not a political podcast. My goal was purely to give you information so you at least knew what your options may be and also to put the rest that personal laws at this moment are more theoretical. And although they can be used inappropriately and may be used inappropriately, the good news is, is that there are workarounds for us to easily get around them and you should not have to worry about your embryos being used against your will. Hopefully this podcast was helpful to some of you. And again, I hope it didn't in any way offend anyone. That is definitely not my purpose. 
I wanted to be able to give you information because right now I feel there was a lot of misinformation out there about the overturning of Roe v. Wade. As usual, I greatly appreciate everyone listening to these podcasts. You may know now that I have a TikTok at AmosMD where I go over small, short videos about these topics that you can go through a little faster. As always, I greatly appreciate everyone who listens to this show. And if you like us, tell your friends about us. And if you can, give us a review at your favorite podcast media site that you listen to us on. Until next week, this is Taco Bout Fertility Tuesday. Thank you.